Hello and welcome back to the third episode of Chai and Biscuits. I'm here with Sandy and Abhishek. And today we're going to be discussing the predictions for the Premier League uh, until the World Cup. Uh, there is a problem that not all the teams will play 16 game weeks. So we're going to do some sort of accommodation for that. So for all the teams that have played um, only, that will have played only maybe 14 or 15 game weeks, we're going to take it as it is. We're not going to say that uh, they will have played the game. So we're going to take it as the pictures come. And if you have time, we'll end it with some preview for the North London derby and the Manchester derby. So with the squads that they have now, where do you think the big six will finish this season until the World Cup starts? Abhishek, your predictions for the season? Well, uh, Rohit, I think if you had asked me this question before the Queen had passed away, I would have had a different, uh, <laughs> you know, a set of uh, points that I calculated for each of the game weeks for the big six. But now that United had missed two game weeks and some of the other teams have also missed one of single game weeks, I say City would be, you know, uh, at the top of the league table uh, coming into the World Cup. Uh, and then I'll see Spurs uh, because they have relatively easy fixtures. And then Arsenal and Liverpool both have similar points and probably taking the third and fourth position. And the fifth and sixth, uh, it's going to be a little tight with Chelsea and United. You know, like probably Chelsea would edge uh, edge United and it will take the fifth position and United will be on sixth. So, yeah, that's my prediction. Um, Sandy, what do you think? What, what, are you, you are you going to say that United is going to be in the top four or what? What's your prediction coming the game week? I would have said that if we didn't miss the two game weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I, I go uh, similar to you. I go with City as first. The way they are playing with the, the points already they have, I think they'll be cruising uh, at least until the World Cup. Uh, then followed by Spurs. Spurs have a easy set of games, uh, and for and then third will be Arsenal. Uh, the reason being, Arsenal have a lot of points on the board now, but they are playing all the I think almost all the big six. They are playing Spurs, Liverpool, City, and Chelsea uh, in the next few game weeks. So it will be a very tough run for them. And uh, based on what happened at Old Trafford. Uh, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll that was a one-off. <laughs> It'll be interesting we'll, to see this how they view from Rohit. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It, it, we'll see what how they will do this season with uh, big teams, but they're playing really well. Uh, then fourth will be Liverpool, uh, very close to Arsenal, uh, but uh, but still they missed the two games. So and then. And then uh, I think United and Chelsea will be very close. We're almost same similar points, but I give United the edge. <laughs> Fifth United and Chelsea might take some time because of the new manager. So he will be at the sixth. Rohit? Yeah, I think um, similar to you guys, I think that City will be at the top of the table. Uh, even though Arsenal have accumulated many points until now, they have big games coming up, especially today, North London Derby. And they have Liverpool coming soon. So I think they have some really tough games, which 
have been tough for them in the last few seasons. So I think they might lose a few points here and there. And um, so I think Spurs will actually catch up to Arsenal, especially because uh, one of the games that they missed was against City, which I assumed that they would lose that game. So so they might have uh, more points than Arsenal at, at when the World Cup starts. So City... Uh, yeah, not not until the end of the season, but yeah. it's only until the World Cup starts. So City, Spurs, Arsenal. Next, I'd say Liverpool is is it's struggling a bit. So I would say that they will. I think from second to sixth, second to fourth, uh, it's very close. And then there's a gap. And then there's Chelsea and uh, United bringing up the rear. So all of these are very close. So I think it just depends on. A few points here and there. So especially because they're missing out on a lot of games. United have missed out two games. So I think that's the reason they're bringing up the rear. I don't think that they're playing very bad or, or that even though they won the game against Arsenal by fluke, I think that... Uh, <laughs> I, that <laughs> it, is, it was a fluke. <laughs> I think... I think Sandy will take think, the fluke and the three points and go home and have, have a beer. <laughs> I think because they um, they missed out on two games, that that's one of the reasons that they're going to be bringing up the rear, the rear of the top six. But I think Chelsea will actually do better because the games that they have missed, I think there were some tough ones for them. So I didn't think that they would be able to win both of those games. So I think that's why I'm putting them ahead of um, United. And I think Chelsea have a... <laughs> They've won the league more recently than United. They won some cups more recently than United. So I would say that they have a much better settled squad than um, United. So now with uh, individual um, predictions, who do you think is going to top the uh, scoring charts this season? This is for the whole uh, season, no? Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, I can go first. Uh, I can go with the top goal scorer, which is very easy, I feel. Uh, yes, uh, you're, obviously. You're, you're stealing my prediction. <laughs> I'm stealing Don't say prediction. Anthony. <laughs> I was about to say Rashford or Sancho, but uh, maybe <laughs> I'll give it to Erling Haaland. And <laughs> uh, top Damn. goal scorer. Uh, and I'm, I'm pretty sure Kane, Kane will be up up there uh, with uh, Haaland competing for the golden boot, I feel, uh, this season. And with Conte in charge, uh, he will score. He's he's already scoring and he he will score. And uh, the third, I guess, will be... uh, I I think it can be a surprise. Maybe uh, Ivan Toni is playing really well. So I'll go with Ivan Toni. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Abhishek. Abhishek. Yeah, uh, I think uh, you stole my prediction. So I was going to say Haaland too. Um, with 11 goals already, I think uh, he's probably on you know on the way to break the Premier League record uh, if he continues this way. Uh, and I hope he does. Uh, really want to see what, 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 what goes on at the end of the season. So Erling Haaland and then, yeah, uh, like you said, Harry Kane. Um, He's still up there. He's still gonna, you know, score a lot of goals. He's a single focal point of Spurs attack. 
And third will be, I think I'm going to go with uh, Mitrovic instead of Ivan Tony. Both of them could, could be up there, but I think I'll go with Mitrovic because of his uh, goal scoring prowess recently. Um, Rohit, what do you think? What about you? Yeah, I think I'm going to agree with you guys. I think it's obviously going to be uh, Haaland. I think the way he has started this season is going to, is uh, it's amazing. Uh, we didn't expect this. 11 goals already. And his touch-to-goal ratio is incredible. He, has, he could probably end up the season with more goals than touches. <laughs> um, so he's going to be the top of the scoring charts for me. And I, I think, I hope, I really hope that Arsenal is going to be up there. So uh, I think Jesus might have a chance. So I would say Jesus um, and Harry Kane. So I would say Harry Kane as second and Jesus as third. I, I, it's surprising that none of us have gone for many of these big hitters like Salah or Nunes. <laughs> I think Nunes is new and Salah hasn't found his scoring boots this season. Also, I feel Liverpool have like different scorers uh, on the field uh, this season after Mane left. So yeah. But yeah, I think I think Salah Salah might be might uh, obviously based yeah, on yeah, last sure. seasons uh, uh, or last few seasons how he performed. I think Salah will be competing for the top three for sure. Our prediction sure. now based on the current form, I think. He's not there, but maybe he he might be competing. Yep, if Liverpool is is playing. Yeah, the... you never know what 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 will happen in the World Cup and then it changes. Yeah, yeah. You said that uh, Haaland will uh, beat um, the scoring record. So as of now, I think the uh, scoring record is um, Salah. Um, you think he'll be able to beat the thirty-two goals in a season? I mean, I think he has the capability. But uh, and also, I mean, he's showing it day to day, and City always creates those chances. So definitely, there is a like very good chance of him breaking that record. And actually, as a football fan, I would want to see it. You know, uh, as somebody coming from another league and breaking the red league record in his first debut season, that'll be one off. It never happened, so <laughs> it will be a great feat to achieve. But I think it's also difficult uh, as we always fight between Premier League and La Liga uh, or how difficult it is to score in Premier League. Uh, so it will be interesting to see how how he performs. Yeah, I, I, I feel like he's not going to be able to beat that uh, record because for Salah to even come close to that, he, um, he was on an amazing world-class form for multiple seasons. So he scored... I think 31 and then 32. So I think uh, it'll be hard for anybody to reach that far because even big players like um, Henri and Ronaldo Wayne came Rooney. close. No, no I, I don't think Wayne Rooney ever came close. Like Henri, yes, Suarez obviously came close, uh, but they didn't. They weren't able to beat that record, and I think that's for a reason because. Even if you have a, a streak where you can go on a, uh, an amazing spree, I think it's still hard. But obviously, uh, Pep has changed a lot about the Premier League. He's, the number of goals his teams have scored. 
and now that he has a very good forward uh, and all the te team around him uh, providing for him there is a chance that it can happen if if it's ever going to happen i think that haland has a very good chance of making it happen um on that point do you know what is the most uh, who scored the most number of goals in a season uh, and how many goals do you think it is it's 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 in in, the, in like far in the past you wouldn't even guess how far well sandy you go first <laughs> because i know i'm going to get it wrong i mean i know that uh, andy cole i think scored 34 goals uh, yeah in 96-97 season, if I'm not wrong, but uh, uh, maybe 98. But yeah, that, but that was a 42-game Premier League season. But yeah, so uh, I think before 96, everything was uh, 42 game. So mm -hmm. we are looking at the 42-game season. Okay. So that is the highest goal scorer I know. But uh, you that, said is, that is the highest in the Premier League. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, like obviously uh, football existed before 92. So. So you mean all the leagues in Europe? Or? No, 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 just just English top tier, just English top tier. Before '92, that's what he was saying. Yeah, so just basically uh, English football. I don't, I give up. I don't know this. Okay, guess how many? Fifty-two. Sixty. <laughs> Sixty wow. goals in a forty-two game season. Yeah, this was uh, by Dixie Dean in Everton from in nineteen twenty-eight. Did Everton win anything that season? Do you know? <laughs> yeah, they won the title. <laughs> oh, wow. That's cool. And one small thing about uh, Wayne Rooney. I, he was close, I think, on 2009-2010 season. He scored 26 goals and he was injured in February-March. He would have broken the record, but he was injured in the Champions League semi-final against Bayern Munich. I think quarterfinal against Bayern Munich. So, yeah. do you think uh, 20, 20, many players have scored more than twenty six? I think that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, that's also that. Mm -hmm. Harry Kane scored twenty nine. I think uh, even RVP scored thirty goals in a season for Arsenal before he came to um, United. Obviously, yeah, but I think Rooney will still be up there as top three top scorers in Premier League. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Yeah. I think if he, uh, if he wasn't so uh, selfless and uh, if he focused only on goal scoring, he would have been much higher. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let Let's go. Let's go to Asis. Rohit, we'll start with you this time. Who do you think? Mm, I think obviously it's going to be uh, De Bruyne, and especially with the goal scoring form that Pep's team have. Uh, I think De Bruyne will be up there, and yeah, uh, and I think Saka will be there. As of now, he's second, um, and he hasn't even really been playing that well, uh, especially considering his form last season. So I would say if he picks it up, definitely he'll be up there. So I'm gonna say Saka is there, uh, but I think. <laughs> Maybe second or third. The other person in that top three, I would say, is probably. <laughs> I'd say it's Salah. Yeah. I think even if he's not in the scoring charts, 
he'll definitely be uh, in the assist charts. Salah or Sun, you know? <laughs> what do you think? Um, Abhishek? Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to go with what you have uh, said. And De Bruyne is one of the world's best midfielders in the world right now. Um, and I think Kevin De Bruyne will be leading the charts and followed by, I want to say, Jesus instead of Salah or Saka. Because I feel uh, because he has tremendous playmaking abilities as well. So I'm going to go with Jesus second. And third will be... Uh, I'm going to say Salah as well. Yeah, I have to say because Salah will eventually, you know, find some some form and contribute. He has been contributing uh, in previous games as well. So yeah, um, Sandy, what do you think? Who, what what are your predictions for top assists? Yeah, uh-huh. uh, I think I, I agree with you on and and Rohit on De Bruyne for sure. Uh, the way he's playing and the way he's assisting Haaland, it is like playing uh, cheat codes <laughs> on FIFA. So, uh, yeah, so De Bruyne will be there, followed by uh, Gabriel Jesus. I like his playmaking. So, and the way Arsenal is doing this season, I, I'm assuming he, he should be there on the top if, if, they are, if they are going to finish, uh, if they are going to finish in top four. And then I'm going to... Uh, I, I, I think, like, it will be a very close competition between Arsenal and United for a top four finish. So, but if uh, I am also expecting Bruno Fernandes to to start uh, assisting uh, and again and he's back to his old form. So I'll go with Bruno on it in top three for assists. Okay, going on to um, clean sheets. Um, I'm going to start again. Um, I'd say that... Um, Ederson, <laughs> all three of our uh, scoring assists and clean sheets is a Man City player. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Ederson is going to be up there. They've He's been uh, one of the best goalkeepers for a while now. Um, and because of how his team plays, usually they don't concede the ball. They don't concede many goals. So I think Ederson. Um, I think Jose Sa and... Um, Sanchez plays very well, but now that um, Potter has left Brighton, I, I think it's hard to see how um, they're doing. They will do in the future, and Nick Pope has done well as well. So I would say um, I'd say Jose Sa and um, probably Hugo Lloris. What do you guys think, Sandy? Okay. Um... I'll go with uh, Ederson, obviously. Uh, Ederson at, in, on the top. And uh, I think uh, maybe uh, we are predicting Liverpool to finish top. So may, uh, I'll go with uh, Alisson. Alisson too. And uh, and then uh, it's a tough one for the third. Uh, Jose Sa, as you said, already have three clean sheets. But there are a lot of very good goalkeepers having have, have two clean sheets now, so it'll be it'll be tough. Whoever finishes top four will be that goalkeeper. But it is very difficult to predict this season. All team all the teams are playing well. Uh, maybe I'll I'll be partial in this too. I'll <laughs> I'll go with Tegia uh, for the third. Uh, with the way Lisandro and uh, Varane is playing, uh, so 
they they are they're they're playing together very well but we have they, they have to stay fit for the whole season one injury to either of them uh, and then harry maguire will start so <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but but yeah he hope he might rediscover his form so abhishek um well i think i'm going to go with everybody's pick here edison i think pep has spoiled us with everything so yeah Edison with with the first and then second I will go with Allison because he's a tremendous one v one goalkeeper and I he's one of the best there is um and Liverpool will definitely catch up in the league um and the third I would go with Loris because with Conte you know he he also focuses on defense first and you know having ball and so uh, I think yeah that's going to be my picks Edison. Allison and Pigolos. I think we're all excited about uh, today's game, the North London derby. Um I think looking at the game uh, and the form of both the teams, I think I really hope it's going to be really intense uh, end-to-end game. I uh, and I hope really hope it doesn't end up being like last game at uh, at White Hart Lane where um holding out the red card. I hope that it's going to be uh a uh, it's not going to be influenced by other factors let's say that and uh, i really hope that um both teams play to their strengths i think if you look at the uh, the way arsenal have been playing they would um try to keep possession try to play play from the back and uh the and spurs do play in transitional play so they will try to soak up that pressure and hit on the counter especially with uh, sun and kane and uh, richarlison uh, finding form right now i think they're going to have a really good chance just like united did really well on the counter um what do you guys think is is one of the important facets of the game today yeah uh, like like you said uh, i think uh, i think the counter attack uh, from spurs can be a real threat to arsenal uh, the same thing that happened at old trafford where uh, they can be vulnerable when when on on counter attacking situations uh, but it, it's at home it's in emirates so i'm i'm pretty sure they will they will be they will be ready for the challenge um, i i'm going for a 2-2 draw uh, Uh, I, I'm going. I, I'm going to think it's it's it will be a very exciting game uh, where where there will be there will be pressure for both the teams in different situations. Arsenal is young, but at the same time, even Conte's team is new. So um, both both can do mistakes. We saw Spurs doing some mistakes too. So that can lead to goals. So I'm I'm thinking it will be a high scoring game, two two. What about you, Abhishek? Yeah, I think uh I agree with both of you, you know what you said uh, being Arsenal's team being young and you know uh one thing that Rohit mentioned was the external factors should not you know uh come into this but I think it might because uh as like you said Arsenal team is young and they are not used to uh tactical fouls uh like we saw in you know in United game. So I think that's the aspect that the Arsenal team has to work on because they play possession football. so uh just like pep have pep has rodri doing all this casemiro you know and casemiro 
in United doing all those fouls, uh, I, I think Thomas Partey's role, if he starts, will be important and uh, to break up those uh, counter-attacks from Spurs. Uh, and I also believe it will be a high-scoring game because uh, Spurs, like Sandy mentioned, are prone to mistakes as well. I'm going to go with 3-2 win for Spurs, actually, because huh. it's, <laughs> it's, it's because Harry Kane uh, is is gonna it feels like he's gonna score and he's on a scoring form and the rest of the attackers on Spurs are also on Spurs. even though Arsenal's attacking is also really good but uh I feel uh Arsenal even though they create a lot of chances they're gonna have a little bit uh I would say a hard time converting those chances uh, with with Loris and everything but let's see uh, Arsenal has been really good in Emirates uh, this season it has become a fortress but I, I, I think it might be a twist. Uh, let's see. I, I think what you uh, said is true about Arsenal's team being uh, very young. And we definitely missed uh, Partey at uh, Old Trafford. Who knows what would have happened if Partey was there. <laughs> um, I think, but if, I think Partey is back. He's trained, he's been training. And um, if Tierney plays, if... If they play to their strengths, I think the fact that we are at home plays a huge role. So I would say Arsenal win, but I think Kane has done really well. Kane and Son uh, have done really well against Arsenal. So I think Kane is the yeah. top scorer against Arsenal like all time. So yeah, exactly. Uh, and he's ruthless this season uh, with with the other forwards as well. I think Richarlison, if he starts, is also in a really good run of form. Uh, so let's see. I think it's going to be a great, great match, whatever the result is. Yeah, I would say maybe a 2-1 or maybe a 3-1 win to Arsenal. Very surprising uh, prediction from Rohit <laughs> that Arsenal will win. <laughs> I, I think I think I, was, I predicted to one of you that uh, Arsenal will win the uh, game against United 3-1 too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I meant lose the game 3-1. One of your predictions was right, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, so moving away from North London Derby to uh, Manchester mm-hmm. Derby, what do you guys think uh, You know, is, is going to play a huge role? Uh, we know how United is going to set up, just like how they set up against Arsenal and Old Trafford. This game being in uh, Etihad, sorry, not Etihad, mm-hmm. yeah, it's Etihad. So, uh, you know, uh, we know that definitely uh, United will be uh, on the you know back foot defending most of the time. Sandy, uh, as a lifelong Manchester United supporter, you tell me how this game is going to, you know, play out and, you know, what your score predictions are going to yeah, be. Yeah, talking about this, I think there will be both the derbies, I think, will be the similar games. One, one team having more positioning, uh, more position and other team counter-attacking. Uh, and even in United, uh, as you mentioned, it is it will be counter-attacking and City having more than 60% or 70% position. Uh, but uh, at least last four games, United were playing really good uh, on counters and Christian Eriksen playing a very big portion in it. Uh, but it will be... We, they, had, they had a very long break. It's been a while since United played a Premier League game. Um, they, they missed two games because of the Queen's passing. So, uh, so I think I think it will be 
it will be cha- it will be very interesting to see how how they are set up but everyone can expect the the way or way they are playing or way city will play so but i i, I am thinking a city win uh, 3 3-1 city win uh, with haland being the difference so we'll see uh, i hope it i hope it does not yeah, happen I, mean, i hope my prediction is wrong <laughs> uh, <laughs> i mean haland did mention that his uh, in his first uh, i think not first when he just joined he was asked who you would you yes. score against the most and he said manchester united you know would be the team that you would like to score but against. remember uh, i think uh, so, yeah. uh, i when ajax played against dortmund uh, lisandro martinez played against haaland and uh, lisandro played really well against uh, haaland in but but again that was dortmund and this is city so it is <laughs> exactly a different level uh, the way city are playing but again uh, good defenders always perform uh, that's what pep said in the press conference today when asked about lisandro he said he 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 there's united spent a lot of money ten hag knows him and he knows ten hag uh, from from his bayern munich days so uh, and uh, and the way he judges his judges the players so i i, I think I, it will be a interesting challenge to see but until now lisandro didn't disappoint against liverpool or against arsenal we'll see uh, how he does against haland yeah he has that uh, big game uh, mm-hmm. attitude in him you know and and i think pep's endorsement of any player goes a long way uh, so i think yeah it'll be an interesting battle to watch though which side haland chooses to attack or which i mean we don't have to guess that he will be on the, on on lisandro's side itself do <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what actually pep mentioned in his press mm-hmm. conference today that uh, uh, yes uh, interceptions wise lisandro can do it uh, blocking wise lisandro can do it but uh, crosses who knows that's what that's what his exact words were so yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah you can expect some pep laid out a challenge for uh-huh. it, yeah, yeah. It can, you can expect either bernardo silva or phil foden crossing to haland from the left side so yeah uh, rohit what about you what do you what do you think yeah i think the game um uh, that you mentioned ax versus um dotment uh, ax obviously were are a possession based team so it was easier for um lisandro to have the ball so he wasn't under so much pressure where he had to uh, so when he's aggressive he usually gets the ball and the fact that he had to do it less often in a ax team is uh, is good for him but i think in a united team he will have to <laughs> do it much more especially especially against city is what i mean um I, so i think if if there is a chance there could even be a red card just because of his aggression you know there is a chance that he could because he is quite aggressive in the way he goes for the ball um i really hope there isn't I, again i hope that both teams play to their strengths and that uh, it's 11 on 11 game until the very end but i think that if um, united play the way they did um have been playing the last few games and play their play to their strengths transitionally really well then i think united still have a chance i think it might actually be a draw uh, just because of how they've been playing uh, i think that united have found some sort of rhythm in 
in defending, uh, soaking up the uh, possession of the other team and counterattacking really well. Uh, I think it depends on how well they finish. I think that's the only problem that uh, they have. So if Sancho, if Rashford have a good day in terms of finishing, then they will do well. So I would say it's a draw, but definitely a scoring draw. Uh, 1-1, maybe 2-2. Abhishek, what do you think? Yeah, I think both of you guys, you know, you mentioned uh, Haaland versus Martinez and everything, but I also want to, you know, shift the focus to midfield battle. I think uh, Ericsson and uh, Bruno will be very, very uh, crucial to uh, the transitions like you mentioned, Roy. So, uh, and I think Mid-City's midfield also have to, you know, play a huge part or I would say block out those initial, uh, I would say, Lock passes and um, amazing through balls that Ericsson has been, or Bruno's through balls that uh, you know we saw against Arsenal. So they do have to control those uh, parts of the play. So that will be crucial as well. And the other thing I wanted to ask actually, Sandy, is uh, do you think uh, Cristiano Ronaldo will will start the game? Uh, you know he's uh, there, and do you think Elanga will get the nod, or do you think it's going to be so Cristiano? This morning, Van Hag mentioned that. Uh, uh, Marshall is fit. Uh, he's been training all week and he's doing really well in training. And then Rashford is also fit. So with Rashford, Marshall, Sancho and Anthony all available, uh, I, I don't think Ronaldo will start. Uh, and uh, I, I think one of Rashford or Marshall will start. And I'm going with Marsh, uh, Rashford uh, based on the form and based based on the way he's playing. He might not play full 90 minutes, but at least he will start the game. He, Sancho and Anthony uh, will start the game. Um, and then based on how the game goes, Ronaldo might come in in the second half. And I, not might, he'll definitely come in. Um, and leading or trailing, I think he, I think he's, he's sticking with that game plan. So we'll have to see. Mm. Yeah, I think the question would be uh, not if Ronaldo starts, because I, I don't think any of us thinks that Ronaldo is going to start. Especially against City, where you need to counterattack, you know. Um, I think the question is if Casemiro will start, because how how many players yeah. do you uh, want to use in defending? The problem is if you use too many, you won't be able to counterattack and transition that well. So I, the question is if uh, Casemiro and McTominay, uh, McTominay and uh, Fred might start you know uh, I, I, that will be a very good field uh, that is, <laughs> I, I think that's a doomsday scenario you know so yeah so i think ericsson has think to so. start i think i think ten Hag, uh, will still stick to the same team my guess my guess is yeah uh, i want in a way casemiro to be involved but uh, uh, the way mctomney has been playing uh, is it's 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 really it was they, the three of them are clicking uh, together well. Uh, McTominay, Ericsson, and Bruno they are complementing each other very well. So he might not change the winning formula, but uh, if if something happens in the first half, then Casemiro will play from the start in the second half. Uh, and uh, Casemiro is again I think match fit. He played both full uh, I think full ninety minutes with Brazil too. Uh, so he he's he's raring to go. And uh, uh, he he is a big match player. He wants to play in these games, so I wouldn't mind uh, him to start also as well. Like I I, th- I think he'll be ready for starting too. But, 
but my if if you ask me my intuition is ten ten hag will stick with the winning formula yep yep i think uh, we all agree with this and uh, let's see what happens at the you know end of the game week and uh, so with this i think we'll conclude our episode uh, today uh, we'll see you again uh, whoever you guys are you know i know there are very less few number of people who are listening to this but yeah we will we will uh, continue the, our conversation with rohit and sandy uh, at the for the next game week uh, so stick around and follow our uh, social handles we go by the name chai and buskets thank you see ya see ya see you guys